Although I got to say, sometimes you have to uh, pay attention to the details. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, especially in this world, because if you say one thing wrong in a sentence, they'll figure out that word. Oh, you said an adjective instead of a verb or whatever, and then they put you down for everything. You're you're absolutely right. Yeah, and and I got it. My idea was because it happened to me today was um, for money sucks. Um, you, uh, I got a free car wash. And I opened up the app, and I, you, you're supposed to scan it at the place. And I did it, and I scanned it, and it wouldn't work. Guy came up to me, and I was at the wrong car wash. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay attention to the little details. <laughs> oh, you mean it's at another place? Ah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to put it. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's like the airplanes that land at the wrong airport. Does that happen for real? Oh, yeah, it's on YouTube. There's been quite a few of them. I, I got at least three or four, you know, that they're reporting about, and a couple of them are military planes, and a couple of regular planes landed at military airports. And so <laughs> you wonder what's going on. You know, it's just uh, just crazy. And 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 I, I don't watch it because that's all I need to know, that this airplane landed at the wrong airport. But I guess you can you can listen to some of the tower talk with the airplane also. And I should do that just just for the fun of it. But, you know, I don't like to stay on YouTube for like, oh, you got to stand there for eight minutes to see a plane crash. Well, it crashes in the last three seconds and you're watching this whole thing for eight minutes and it's just a waste of time. If it's 60 seconds or less, I'll probably watch it. Anything longer than that, I don't. Are we doing the show tonight? Yeah, we're almost done. Oh, are you serious? Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, we can we can do one for real. Did you tape all of this? Yes, I did. Ha! Oh, I, I don't care. That's good. I don't. I don't. I am going to teach you the easy way to be a trillionaire. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Hello, everybody. I'm Eric Hudzik. Your host of Money Sucks, trying not to get that money sucked out of your pocket. I'm on the line, you know, with that guy from the Midwest. Osho, how you doing? I am doing fine. It's been a great day today. Everything's going good. Fantastic. And let's get on with the show. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Fantastic. I have learned a secret, a secret formula. Oh, my goodness. The easiest. It's a one-step program on you. Yes, you. Can become what even you, even you, can become a trillionaire. Wow, that that's a lot more than millionaire, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot how many more zeros. That's a million million. So a million million million. million. Ah, it's a lot. Or is that a billion? We we kind of get lost, don't we, when we get those big numbers? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't have to worry about the big numbers, but. well, I, I want I want to know about this. Tell me about it. I'm well, it is. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I just want to say that you had an interesting story. Back in the day, you had a ten thousand dollar bill, or was it a five? No, it was a one. Th- there was a one thousand dollar bill. Didn't you have one of those one time, and then a ten thousand dollar bill? Am I correct on that? No, it was a one thousand dollar bill and a five hundred dollar bill. Oh, okay, so you had those for a while. Yes. And now you 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 can have them, 
but they're not like legal, quote unquote, legal tender. They're more of a collector's item, correct? I believe so. I don't know the law on it. I know a while ago we got off the silver certificate uh, value and we went to the notes, but these were silver certificates. And so I don't know if you can use them or, or have them now legally, but I don't think they arrest you, you know, for having them. Yeah, I remember we went into the bank once and you said you had one of those and you talked to the teller and you said, how much will you give me for it? And he said, well, I'll give you, well, it was the $1,000 note. And he said, I'll give you $1,000. And you were like, wait a second, this should go up in value. And then you said you held on to it, hoping for it to go up in value, but then you got rid of it. Is that correct? Yes. I uh, At the time, we were getting 10 to 15% interest on our money. And I'm thinking if I hold on to this for 10 years and I didn't collect the interest for 10 years, I would be losing my $1,000, so to speak. It would only be worth $1,000. But I, if I invested $1,000 in 8 to 10 years, I would have doubled my money. So, yeah, I sold them, which I wish held on to them now. I don't know how many times I always hear that. I always hear that about cars too. When somebody had a nice car, they're like, why did I sell that car? I love that car. I feel bad for him. It's like, why did you sell? That's why I'm holding on to my car. It's like, I don't want to sell it because I'm going to go, I'll be that guy. Oh yeah. man, I shouldn't have sold it. I love that yeah, car. When I, when I was in college, uh, I, I worked part time at different places and I would get my check and I go right to the bank with the check and I get paid in silver dollars because I was looking for silver dollars with my birthday on it. And I wish I would have kept all those silver dollars also. So you're not the only one. There's thousands of us out there that wish they kept the old cars or whatever it was. And, uh, but one thing we did keep is our, is our wives. So I guess that's pretty good. Oh, you got anybody close by? No. Oh, that was, that was good. That was a good save. Well, when, when it's out live on there, you'll, you'll sound good when you, that was smart. Good for you. I hope, yes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll definitely see what happens. Um, people, I was, I had a million dollar bill once um, that somebody gave me, but the problem with that was it wasn't legal tender. It was a novelty item. Have you ever had one of those? Oh, yeah. I think I have one in my drawer right now. Yeah, I mean, they're cute and it's neat. Who, who's on your million dollar bill? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. And I'm not sure I got new dressers and I'm not sure where I put them because uh, yeah I, I don't know I don't know who was on there it was I it, it might have been a promotion it might have been somebody's picture on there like Rich Altman who used to be a friend of ours who collected 500000 and 10000 dollars bills by the way oh yeah but before we can do this now because I we got to tell this story uh, about Rich Altman, a very well-off guy. But the cool thing is the story that you told me when he was becoming well-off. Back in the day, you would put a quarter in a machine and then you'd get to play for a while. And if you were really bad at it, you'd like dump quarters in there left and right. And Rich Altman had these machines in a place and you would go and it's a video arcade and you'd play and play and play. And he did, and he was at the cusp when things were really going and tell everybody that story of, of what you saw at his house when you went there. Oh, he, he had bins of quarters, just, uh, just hundreds of them, maybe thousands of them. I'm not sure. You almost, I remember you said kind of like wheelbarrow, like size. 
Yeah, at least, at least, because he he'd get all of these quarters and and I think at the beginning he didn't know how to put them in the bank or what he has to do with them. But he had just so many quarters, like you're saying, it, it was phenomenal. Like people collecting pennies on it, he's collecting quarters, which was. And it was really heavy too. Was, oh yeah, right. I mean, yeah. that was big. That's bulky stuff. <laughs> yeah, like the man on the pawn stars that collected pennies, and he had buckets of pennies all over the place. Did he ever get one that was valuable? Did he ever say? I don't know. I don't know if he looked at them and seen if they were valuable. I think he just liked collecting them, but maybe he did have someone go through them and see if they were valuable. And a lot of people do that now. They'll take their paycheck or money and go to the bank and just get rolls and rolls and rolls of uh, different uh, kinds of coins and look through them and look for valuable coins. Right. And one of the things to get rid of a money suck, um, if you find one of those, it's just a penny. penny is worth a penny. It's basically worthless in today's uh, society unless you get a bunch of them. Uh, but if you get this one certain penny, I believe it was a war era, and you get a wheat penny – that thing is worth like $18,000. So take a look at your change. It's not worthless. Take a look at it. And if you find a war era, or I think World War II, I think, era, and you find that, you've got some money in your hand. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the silver pennies? They're not silver, but they're uh, lead, uh, nickel. I don't know what they're made out of. Well, I think you told me about that. Was you talking about during the war when they didn't have much metal and they were they were saving it all? Is that what what you're coming right. to? Yeah, right. and those are worth and a lot, we correct? We didn't like them then. We didn't want them. We wanted the regular pennies. We didn't want these fake pennies, so to speak. We wanted the other ones. But those fake pennies nowadays <laughs> right. are worth big bucks. Now you know we brought that up. I think before we talked about cars, World War era cars, where they were running out of metal, so they didn't give you bumpers. I wonder if those cars are worth more now. Do you know on the market? I wonder. They probably would be uh, if they're around. I'm sure that most of the people that had them, they they probably put the bumpers on there, you know, and like you put the spare tire on there. And so I don't know. Uh, I. I've never seen one at any car show or anything like that, so I'm not sure. All right, we're getting off the subject a little bit. I apologize for that, but we were talking about how to be a trillionaire in one step and a quick step too. So don't worry, you won't. We're, we may be taking some of your time while we're talking, but once you find out, you can be a trillionaire in no time at all. Okay, so we talked about the uh, the big money bills, five hundreds and thousands, which you really can't get anymore. You believe they'll take them as legal currency, but they're not really circulated anymore. So we got those. So we got the big bills. We've got the novelty bills that are um, fake and they're just fun, but they're they're useless except for the fun thing. I've got the uh, uh, from the movie The Blues Brothers. I got the Blues Brothers on my million dollar note that I got once, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then we talked about wheelbarrows full of quarters. Well, I'm kind of putting this all together with all those topics because with the endless money printing that's happening in this country, and we talked about this, and this is going to happen very soon. We're going to need wheelbarrows to carry our money to get a loaf of bread at the store. And you know that can happen. It's not like fairy tale. It's not like it never happened. It's happened before. And you know this, correct? 
Oh, yeah, it's happening in a lot of countries. Like you get a, and I'm going to say yen, you get 2,000 yen. Oh, I have a lot of money, but it might only be $5. So it's going to, it's already happened. We already have the inflation. Uh, the, The dollar is worth very little now. So it's happening as we're speaking. All right. All right. So um, I'm going to get down to the brass tacks in just a second. So we've got uh, we've we've talked about different things. And what and I'm thinking the U.S. is going to have to go back to those bigger bills because eventually the dollar is not going to be worth anything. And you know what? They should probably do that because they can't keep up with the printing this way. If they went back to the thousand dollar bill, they wouldn't have to use so much paper, but they'd still print the same amount dollar wise of money, you know? Yeah. So um, back to how to become a trillionaire. You kind of hit the nail on the head. I just found out that in Zimbabwe, you can get, <laughs> you're going to love this. You can get yourself a, a <laughs> um, this is not a joke. You can get yourself a. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Give me something. Okay, here we go. I couldn't believe this today. You can get yourself, and this is not a novelty thing, you can get yourself a 10, no, I want to say it correctly, <clears throat> excuse me, a $10 trillion bill. <laughs> and this is real money. This is real money. You can get that. I think I've, I've heard of different price points. I don't know what it costs. I think it's either $13 American or $70 American. But you can get yourself... $20 trillion bill in Zimbabwe money. So it's kind of like what we talked about. Like you said, it's happening, but it's crazy happening. $10 trillion note from Zimbabwe. And it's worth, and it's worth money. It's real money. Sort of like our penny. <laughs> it's kind of like our penny. I still don't know what's going on. They, I, there's no reason for those. It's just so weird. Yeah, it costs more to make a penny than a penny is worth. What do you think, posterity? What's what's the plan? What, what, why do we have pennies? Because uh, the man that owns the copper mill under oh, the politics. Uh, there you go. Copper mine. Copper mine. And I don't know. No, I know that, right? I mean, it's something crazy like that. That that makes all yeah. the sense in the world. Well, just like the F- Federal Reserve is not federal. It's privately owned. It's not part of the federal government, which a lot of people don't know. <laughs> and why do they make these special dollar coins and they only make them for a little while and then they don't make them anymore? It costs hundreds of dollars to make this coin, to get it ready to go and then to ship it out. And then no one wants them. No one uses them. They're, they're just sitting there. Right, but I want to know how to make a trillion dollars, Eric. Well, I told you, you just get yourself converted from U.S. to Zimbabwe and get yourself a twenty trillion dollar bill, and you will have twenty trillion dollars in Zimbabwe money. That's a letdown. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was it was uh, legal or U.S. I just said dollars. But they, I saw the bill; it, it actually said twenty trillion dollar bill in Zimbabwe. I'm like, whoa. Look at that. I could be a trillionaire with one move. Go to the currency exchange, I guess. I don't know if a regular currency exchange would have it, but somewhere where they change currencies from one country to another and say, can I have Zimbabwe money and have yourself $20 trillion just to have it? 
It'd be kind of fun. And you say, it's not a joke. I have $20 trillion. Of course, then you got to worry about people trying to steal your money. But if they steal your money, it's, it's $13 US. Still a little let down. Yeah, I know, I know. I just had to, had to share that with but everybody. It's a fun one. It, it's a fun one. Hey, I, I have $20 trillion. But is, is it a dollar or is it a name something else? No, it's a, it's a dollar. It's named a dollar. Okay, okay. Yeah, the, I, I guess that would be good. Huh. I mean, just kind of kind of fun, kind of interesting. Rather than fake money. It's kind of cool. Plus yeah. twenty trillion, that'd be just fun. Here, I'm gonna give you twenty trillion dollars for your birthday. Oh my gosh, we got a uh, birthday thing to go on. We should get Zimbabwe money. Of course, that'd be expensive because it'd be thirteen bucks, but that'd be a lot of fun. Well, thirteen dollars is not too much to spend for a birthday present, so that that would work out. Yeah, the kid could say, "My uncle gave me twenty trillion dollars yesterday." Exactly. Exactly. Um, speaking of rules, we were talking earlier about rules and how the government changes it with aircraft. Uh, throughout the years, whether aircraft changes or not, or whoever gets into power, or the algorithms change, or the policies change, and why they change, probably to keep people in in work, you know, to keep mm-hmm. people who are in government. Oh, we got to make a new rule. Um, along them lines, uh, that's happening with crypto. It turns out that there's this one bank that's been doing a lot of business in crypto last year, and um. So now they're changing the rules so that they're okay by doing that because they made a whole lot of money. So they just change it to help out the banks. <laughs> but we talk about that. They change all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like when all the banks went under, they bailed them out. That was, uh, that was, that was bad. You know, I don't know. I, I, nothing. Yeah, well, it's, well, yeah, exactly. Well, it's a zombie, it's a zombie system, like these zombie companies that are open just to get the federal aid. It's the same with the banks. It is, the system is, is broken, but they keep paying off the system and they keep doing the same stuff. Or it was even worse. Remember when they got the money and then they didn't give anybody any loans? They were like holding, just holding on to that money that they got. You remember that, don't you? Yeah. And like when the automobile industry was ready to go down, I was thinking, why don't the government buy, uh, like, the, I think it was the Chrysler company that was really in trouble. Okay. Why doesn't the government buy all their cars from Chrysler? That would be better than giving them money that would they would, would be getting something back. But it seems like they all have Chevys or uh, Cadillacs. And, but buy a Chrysler. Buy a couple thousand Chryslers for Chrysler company. That'll help them. That's right. And going back to the Cadillacs, a friend of mine said, you know, sometimes he would have money, sometimes he wouldn't, he'd be broke, but he owned a Cadillac and he loved driving that car because when he drove it, he felt like he had money. And that's the same with the 20, no, $10 trillion, no, $100 trillion. Did I say 100 Yeah, 100 I forgot the amount. Anyway, the trillion dollar bill from Zimbabwe, if you had that, you could say, you know, hey, I've got money. I just thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah, that would be funny. Go to a grocery store or someplace and, you know, and take out the uh, $100 trillion or whatever it is and show, oh, oh, wrong bill. Here, let me give you this dollar for the gum. Or whatever it would be. <laughs> right, for gum. <laughs> give it yeah. to him for gum. Oh, if there wasn't a uh, pandemic on, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Pandemic is slowing us down. I start to feel it now. Yeah. Well, on that bright side, do you have anything to add to our show before we go? Not 
much. I've just, uh, I'm trying to get my COVID shot. I'm having a little bit of a hard time with the paperwork. Yeah, one place sends me off to the other place. The other place sends me off to this place. I'm going around in circles, so we'll try to see what happens. And then I heard on the news today that a lot of people are getting their appointment to get the shot, but when they go there, the people tell them they're all out of the COVID medicine, so later or reapply again. And you have to take a survey. I I don't know what that's all about, but there it seems like they're trying to make it really hard for the average person or anybody to get a COVID shot. So we'll see what happens. All right, I'm sorry to hear that. That 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 stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Uh, I, I wish they would give it to some place like Amazon because they know how to deliver and they, they could get people into Amazon and out of Amazon and that they have all the trucks and machinery and computers and everything to take care of it. As soon as you give it to the government to take care of, uh, you know what's going to happen. Yes, you do. All right. On that note, we're going to let you go. I am Eric Hudzik. This has been Money Sucks. Thank you, Osho, for being part of the show. I'm I'm welcoming you. Thank you. All right. Oh, once again, music by Terry Finnegan. Thank you, Terry.